Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome into this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stone, Believe Podcast, the network for professionals. You can get them uh, at Believe.com. Also, uh, anywhere podcasts are available, including Apple and Spotify. On this week's episode, we'll recap the games over the weekend. Huge uh, weekend for Duke and uh, UNC. We'll get into that and look at the uh, the week ahead as well. Uh, but to start off, I... <laughs> Not sure which one I should start with, Duke or UNC, because they both had uh, impressive days on uh, on Saturday. But we'll start with Duke, just because they've gotten themselves back into the uh, NCAA tournament discussion with three straight wins. Uh, also, they've been more in the headlines because of the Jalen Johnson departure and all that has uh, surrounded that as well. Uh, and let me start with that, because we didn't touch on it early last week because the new the day the news came out the day after the podcast last week uh we did say something was up with Jalen Johnson though uh so we weren't we weren't wrong there um I, I'm not gonna accuse Jalen Johnson of quitting uh I think anytime that you know a bunch of grown adults sit around and accuse a kid of quitting it's not it's just not the best form um but there's something that, that can't be denied here and we can't avoid it the buy-in from this Duke team since Jalen Johnson is completely different. You look at the defensive end, and I know he played in the NC State game, but sparingly. It, it kind of seemed like the writing was already on the wall at that point in that game. I think he played like eight minutes. Um, but you look at Duke, particularly on the defensive end since that NC State game. They have given up just over 59 points per game over the last three games. The games against State, Wake, and, uh, and Virginia. And before that, this Duke team was giving up over 73 points per game and had given up over 90 in their last two losses to UNC and Notre Dame. So something is clearly different without Jalen Johnson. I, I, don't, I don't know what the impact of that was in terms of, of the buy-in or the, you know, the connectivity of the defense, but it, ha- it has manifested on the court uh, in a big way because – Duke is significantly improved on the defensive end, and now we're talking about them as a potential NCAA tournament team, particularly if they can win out down the stretch, because you'd be talking about a seven-game win streak, and you'd be talking about wins over Virginia, uh, Louisville, Syracuse, UNC, which are all potential NCAA tournament teams, uh, particularly with uh, tonight's game against Virginia. That's a huge game. I mean, against uh, Syracuse, a huge game tonight, because... You're having it's it's a quick turnaround coming off of a major win on Saturday, and you're turning around to play a Syracuse team that needs this win just as bad as you do, and Syracuse is coming off more rest than you've had. So significant game tonight for uh, for Duke. There's there's no question about that. Uh, you know, going back to the Saturday, uh, I, I don't know what it is about Coach K and Tony Bennett, but Coach K uh, death taxes and Coach K owning Tony Bennett. Uh, that should be a new saying in the ACC because Coach K is 12-3 against Tony Bennett. As great of a coach as Tony Bennett is, 
he just struggles with Coach K, which a lot of people will. Uh, that's that's nothing to be you know necessarily ashamed of, uh, but. The, the numbers are what they are in that uh, in that head-to-head matchup, and Coach K, for whatever reason, has Tony Bennett's number. Um, and, you know, it manifested in a one-point win Saturday. Duke had to kind of survive there at the uh, at the end, but it's a huge win. There, there's no question about that, and it gets them into the NCAA tournament discussion. They're, they're now a bubble team with a chance to play their way in. Uh, and they don't even necessarily probably have to win out to get in the NCAA tournament. I would say if they finish out winning three of their last four and then you get a win or two in the ACC tournament, you're probably going to get in. If you can get to 15 wins as Duke, uh, you're probably going to be in a pretty good spot to, uh, to get in the tournament. So I think five more wins uh, probably gets Duke into the uh, into the tournament, uh, and that's obviously good news for the Blue Devils because it, it didn't look like the things didn't look so good a couple weeks ago. We were talking about none of these teams making the tournament. Now we might be talking about two of them making the uh, the NCAA tournament. So obviously good news. I'm I'm happy to uh, to hear that for uh, for Duke and uh, and and Carolina. So things have, have certainly been different over the last three games for uh, for Duke since Jalen Johnson's uh, departure. Um, Speaking of Carolina, dominant performance on Saturday over Louisville. Um, and I know Louisville was shorthanded, uh, but 45 points is a, different, is a different kind of dominant, especially when you score 99, you know, you 48 and one half, 51 another. Dayron Sharp goes out and puts up 21 and 11. Uh, you know, they, they were just, they, they were really, really impressive, uh, despite how shorthanded Louisville was, you go out and put up that kind of performance against any caliber of Division I team, whether they're shorthanded or not, and, you know, you're going to turn some heads. Like, that was that was a very impressive performance. He had three players in the starting lineup in double figures. Curlin Walton put up 19 on 5 of 7 from up in three-point range. Walker Kessler had 10 points off the bench. Uh, and I think, you know, your freshman ended up scoring – Something like 57 points in this game all combined. So the, the freshman outscored Louisville. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's pretty impressive uh, in and of its in and of itself. Uh, Leaky Black did not score, but he stuffed the stat sheet. He had seven rebounds, uh, four assists, and a uh, and a steal. And he only shot the ball three times. So he didn't necessarily even have a bad game. Uh, R.J. Davis six points, three assists in 18 minutes. Anthony Harris put up six points. Uh, so, you know, a lot of things went well for uh, for for UNC in this uh, in this game. They dominated the glass, which is kind of that's going to be a trademark when they win games. And they took care of the ball. They only had eleven turnovers, which is something that we've been saying had to improve for UNC as this season went along. If if they were going if they were going to be the kind of team that was going to make any any noise come March. And they're certainly starting to develop into that uh, into that team. And now we're still a few weeks out, so don't let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. But this upcoming Duke UNC matchup feels a lot more like the Duke UNC matchups we're accustomed to feeling the the hype around them starting to build because both these teams are starting to uh, to play ex- extremely well down the uh, down the stretch of the season. So. 
certainly good news for uh, for both those teams and for the for the ACC as well. Whether the other ACC teams want to admit that or not, it's good buzz for the uh, for the conference. So uh, that's that's certainly good as these two teams head down the stretch of the uh, of the season and, and both these teams. Uh, are actually up in Kim Palm rankings as well. UNC now up to uh, to 29th and Duke up to uh, 31. Uh, so they're the third and fourth highest rated teams in the ACC in Kim Palm. Virginia's still the highest at 10. Florida State not too far behind at uh, at 12. So and then Virginia Tech uh, sitting at uh, at 35 and Clemson at uh, at 41. Those would be your highest rated ACC teams in terms of uh, of Kim Palm. Dot com, which is a a metric that the NCAA tournament takes into account. So uh, those would probably be the teams that would get at large bids right now. Louisville and Syracuse sitting in the uh, in the fifties. We'll see what uh, what happens for uh, for both those teams down the stretch, particularly for Louisville, because uh, just as long as they were off, trying to get back in rhythm and get back healthy. Is going to be a uh, going to be a big thing for uh, for Louisville as they try to you know progress down the uh, down the stretch of the season. Um, uh, and we can't forget you know the other the 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 other Tobacco Road matchup that we had on Saturday. Uh, NC State with an impressive performance against uh, against Wake Forest as they absolutely jumped all over the Deacons early and never looked back. And, and honestly, I thought Wake. Might win this game. I thought uh, you know the you know NC State was coming off a an impressive performance earlier in the week. Wake was kind of coming off a letdown. I thought it was maybe kind of a classic trap game spot. But you know, Darion Seaborn Seaborn played a very impressive game for uh, for NC State, which is good for uh, for the Wolfpack to see uh, another young player step up in that uh, in that spot. Uh, and Wake just. And they fell fell behind so far behind so early in this game, they could really just just never muster anything. And you had you know NC State's entire starting lineup was about in double figures. Manny Bates just outside of that with nine points, but he only played uh, nineteen minutes. And then Braxton Beverly gave him ten points off the uh, the bench. They shot fifty percent from the field. You know Wake was seven of twenty five from three point range. Uh, also you know Wake. Didn't do a good job taking care of the ball. They had 19 turnovers. So, and, you know, Carter Witt uh, played 24 minutes and uh, put up a goose egg in terms of uh, points and only had two rebounds. So, uh, not not the best performance from the uh, from the young freshman. But he's going, you know, going against some uh, some really good guards and really good young guards in uh, in Hayes, Sebron, and... Uh, and also Shaquille Moore as well, who he eight points in sixteen minutes and was four or five from the uh, from the field. So uh, you know NC State that that's an impressive win for the Wolfpack. And this this is the thing with NC State at this point that you're trying to see you're just trying to play as well as you can getting into the uh, into the ACC tournament at this point and see if you can make some noise. Uh, you're you're probably not going to be in a large team and. But if you can get to the NCAA tournament and wreck some people's days in, in the NCAA tournament, then you've maybe got a chance to play your way into the NCAA tournament. And they, they do have the opportunities down the stretch, so don't get me wrong. I mean, Wednesday night they go to Virginia, <laughs> huge opportunity there. Then they get Pitt at Notre Dame, and then they get Virginia Tech. So they've got two opportunities down the stretch to get wins over ranked teams. 
uh, build some uh, some momentum and try to get themselves into a spot where they might get considered for the ACC tournament. And I would, I mean, I would have to say if they found a way to close out three and one or four and zero, they would be right there close to that bubble discussion. Um, maybe not necessarily in. Might would still need a win or two in the ACC tournament, but they they've got a chance to to get themselves into into that spot where they could potentially play for a possible uh, NCAA tournament bid. But a lot still has to go right, and a lot of things still have to go their way at uh, at this point. Uh, as far as Wake Forest, you know, really kind of a disappointing week for the Demon Deacons. They hadn't they have been competitive in most games, and then they get blown out twice this week by Duke and uh, and NC State. And I know that's you know that's got to be extremely disappointing for. Uh, for Coach Forbes and company, as you know, as hard as they, as they have been playing uh, throughout the uh, throughout most of this season, to see them kind of kind of lay eggs uh, in the last uh, the last couple games, I know that's something that has to be frustrating. Uh, and we'll see if they can maybe right the ship, pick up some more wins over these last four games. They get Clemson on Wednesday. They go to Virginia Tech, to Pitt, and they get Georgia Tech at home. So none of those games are easy. None of them are gimmies, but can they win a couple of those games if they're playing their best basketball? Absolutely. Uh, I think that's certainly possible for, uh, for Wake Forest, but we'll see how it plays out uh, over, the, uh, over the, next, the next couple weeks. Uh, now looking ahead to the ninth game, you've got Duke on the road at, uh, at Syracuse. It, it's, it's, it's really is a classic letdown spot. And it's a spot where, you know, a lot of teams would, you know, coming off a short turnaround over a monster win over Virginia, a lot of teams are going to be susceptible to uh, to laying an egg. But I I just get the sense with this Duke team that's not going to be the case. Uh, I think, you know, Coach K has got got this team, he's got the ship righted and kind of they're just heading in the right direction and playing with a lot of confidence. So, uh, I like Duke tonight. I would take them, you know, minus the uh, minus the five points. Uh, it is at Duke, by the way. I was incorrect saying it was at Syracuse, so that is a benefit to Duke that they don't have to travel on the uh, on the short rest. Uh, but I, I like Duke. I think they'll find a way to uh, to win this game. I'm not saying it'll be a blowout, but I think they win by six to ten points, uh, and I think that'll you know another win that they need uh again that just because they've won three in a row and get the win over virginia they they really can't afford to lose this game tonight in terms of their ncaa tournament hopes they they need to keep building momentum and keep piling up wins to uh, to kind of stack up that uh or stock up on that uh on that resume they they certainly still have work to do they have notched what what is certainly going to be their biggest win but they still need more wins on the uh, the resume if they're going to find a way into the uh, into the NCAA tournament. So uh, huge game tonight, but I, I do think Duke uh, minus the five is the uh, is the correct play in this uh, in this matchup. I think, like I said, I, I just think they've they've kind of righted the ship. Um, you know that they shot it well enough against Virginia uh, to uh, to get the win. So I think they'll shoot it well against the Syracuse zone, particularly at home, where they've you know shot pretty well this uh, this season. The rooms that they're obviously uh, obviously familiar with, and I think that that'll be play a big factor in terms of uh, you know how they knock down shots tonight and how uh, 
how they play against uh, against Syracuse tonight. So gonna be a uh, gonna be an interesting game, but I do think they'll find a way to uh, to pull out the to pull out the victory tonight over uh, <clears throat> over this uh, this Syracuse team. Uh, now it's a big week for UNC. They get uh, Marquette at home on Wednesday night, a game that was a last-minute scheduling job, but kudos to both teams for finding a quality game to, uh, to get on the schedule. And then they host Florida State on Saturday. So uh, I, because of the Florida State game, I'm going to say that the Wednesday night game against, <laughs> against Marquette is a, is a must-win for UNC in this spot. And this isn't your typical uh, Marquette team like Marquette is kind of down this year they're not as not as good as they have been um don't have the quite the talent level that we've grown accustomed to seeing from uh from a Marquette team they're only 10 and 12 this season so I think UNC probably will end up being like an eight or nine point favorite and I would take the heels to uh, to cover in that spot because I think they are uh, significantly better than the than the Golden Eagles, and then also Wednesday night you've got uh, the other two Tobacco Road teams in action as well. Four thirty, you've got uh, Wake Forest hosting Clemson. Because it's at Wake, I'll say that Clemson probably ends up being like a five or six point favorite, and I'm gonna have to go with with Clemson. I, I just think you know Clemson's the significantly better defensive team. Uh, Wake has struggled offensively the last couple games, so. I think Clemson will put the screws on Wake Forest and make uh, make life very difficult on Wednesday afternoon. And then you got NC State going on the road to Virginia. I would guess Virginia is going to be something like an eight point favorite, eight to nine point favorite. And coming off the loss to Duke with a few days off, NC State coming off a couple wins in a row. I'm going to have to take uh, take Virginia in that spot to uh, to cover if it is a uh, an 8 or 9 point spread I just think the Hoos will uh will rally and uh, <laughs> and kind of right the ship uh in this uh in this matchup against uh, against NC State Virginia is just so good defensively uh and NC State is so young you know without Devin Daniels the guy that kind of made them go offensively I think uh that's going to be be a tough ask for NC State to win that game on the road at Virginia uh, but that'll do it for this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Stone Sports. Uh, again, Believe Podcast, the network for professional. Check them out, Believe.com. Also, uh, anywhere you get podcasts, including Apple and Spotify. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.